Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Please take time to share this on your Instagram, your social media. It actually helps a lot. New listeners come because people share. So thanks for doing that. You know, the the reality is for Christians, the Bible says that the just shall live by faith. The the level of victory that you live in is, is dictated by the level of understanding of the Word of God. How much you meditate in the Word of God and get an understanding and a grasp on the doctrines of Christ, the revelation of the Word, will, will show in your life. Paul said to Timothy, study to show yourself approved. When you study the word, there will be a clear, there'll be clear proof that you've been studying. So the only way to take ground in the kingdom of God is to be a person who humbles himself before the word, humbles themselves before the word and, and, and dives in and gets a revelation and understanding. Holy Spirit, show me what you're trying to say. Help me to understand who I am in you. Help me to understand the word. So today I'm going to go straight doctrine on you here from Romans chapter 8, maybe one of the most important chapters um, in the Bible. And it says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That 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 uh, verse meant a lot to me over the years, in my teenage years when I was living and in and out of like, we're trying not to sin, sinning, trying not to sin. That verse meant a lot. That was a lot of times my prayers. Um, but it says, verse 2, For the law of the Spirit of life has in Christ Jesus has set you free. Well, it says, um, I'm reading the ESV. It says, The law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do. By sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemns sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us. You know, I looked at that and I said, man, the word that's, that's all the way through this and really through the book of Romans is the word law. He, he talks about the word of law a lot. You know, a law is a governing principle. It's either something put in place by a supreme authority or it's a governing principle. The law of gravity is a governing principle. It's a, a enforced by God himself. No one can deny the law of gravity. No one can defy the, the law of gravity, right? You can get a rocket ship to push yourself upwards, but ultimately the law of gravity will have its say because it's put in place by the supreme the supreme creator, right? The supreme uh, being. And then you have the laws of the land who are there put in charge by the supreme power of the land. But it's a governing principle or a controlling power. And so what this scripture is saying here, what this is breaking down for us as we read through this, is that there is a law in, in place. And it was the law of sin and death. Sin when Adam sinned, death entered. So he puts those two together because sin and death are kind of become synonymous. Hey, where sin is, death will be. It's not like, man, if you did SATs when you were younger and it says, if all, um, if all X's are O's and, all, and some O's are B's, then all X's are B's, true or false, right? It's, like, it's not like that. It's, it's, saying that if you, it's saying that if you have a, if you have sin, you will have death. If you have sin, you will have death. And so this is something that they go hand in hand, but it's saying here that where that it was the ruling, that was the ruling and governing principle. Everyone on the earth, whether they wanted to be or not, was subject to sin. And because they were subject, they were born into sin, they were basically born into death. There's even a scripture later on, it says, all creation groans in chapter eight, it says, all creation groans for the revelation of the sons of God. 
but it's stating such an important fact for our Christian walk. I remember hearing a story, and I think it was John G. Lake, but a story he told about um, uh, the, the plague that came through, and they put it under a microscope, and it died on his... There was It was a, a plague that came through, and he was like helping... He was laying hands on people, and they were getting healed, and he wasn't getting contracted, even though he was around it, and it was very contagious. And they said, what is this? And he said, well, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. There is actually a legal spiritual law at work when you decide to become a Christian, whether you realize it or not, there's a spiritual law that's been put in motion that that legally uh, makes you, um, what's the word I want to use here, that will legally make you immune to the power of sin and to the power of death through as you grow in understanding of it. So it's like the ruling principle. Before Jesus came, sin ruled. Up until Jesus came, sin ruled. And so that's why everyone died. Even before the law of Moses was given, sin rules. Even still in the world today, every single person is born into sin and there is a day that they'll die. It is the, it is the spiritual force at work on the earth today. When we become Christians, the thing that happens, this is really where there's a, I believe, a misunderstanding. People look at Christianity as like, I'm trying, I'm a Christian, so I'm trying to do right so I can make heaven. And yes, there is a code of conduct according to the word of God, but Christianity is not a code of conduct. Christianity is a life force on the inside of us. It is the life of God in the spirit of man. That's what Christianity is. It's this it's this life that God puts on the inside of us. You know, if if Christianity was just a code of conduct, it would be no different than to any other religion. The thing that separates Christianity from other world religions besides the fact that Christianity is real and everything else is fake is the fact that God comes to live on the inside of us. Someone can make up their own religion and be like, well, my religion says I only eat peanut butter and peaches and, you know, I pray to the South two days a week and I, you know, they can make something up and Hey, we've got a religion and if people follow, it becomes an official religion, right? And you have, we're going to wear this, we're going to wear that. And through the ages, people have done that. They've invented world religions. The thing that makes Christianity different is Christianity is not an invented world religion. It is a, it is the life of God that comes to live on the inside of you. So Paul is saying the law of the spirit, it's a law the law of the spirit has superseded the law of sin and death. The fact that I'm in Christ has made me alive in him. And so anything that any hold that sin had on man, somebody needs to get up and praise the Lord. Every, any hold that sin had on mankind, I have separated myself. That was the old man that walked this planet full of, that walked this planet bound by sin. You know, that's the thing that for me, you know, we see things on the news and there's people doing terrible things and, and it's some of the things are so despicable. But, you know, the reality is for sinners is they can't help but sin. Sinners, they're not sinners because they commit sins. They're sinners because they're born into sin. And because they're sinners, they commit sins. It's the root first, right? They're, the seed is of their father, the devil. Every human born under earth, no matter how cute, is born of their father, the devil, because they were born of the bloodline of Adam, Right. And so what happens then is when you get born again, you become of a different father. You go from the father, the devil to the, to father God. And so that law of the spirit, and I hope we're not getting, you know, sometimes the language, you hear the scripture so much. And so, you know, it. So you have to like push the fog away to like actually understand what he's saying. The law of the spirit of life 
has made me free from the law of sin and death. So sin no longer reigns in my body. Um, obviously, this this natural body will die, but God will have the final word because you'll raise it up again, right? And give me a glorified body. But it's made me free from sin or any of the effects of sin. So that's why as Christians, we believe that we can be healed because it was what was purchased for us. It's a law that's at work in our members. It's the same way with an ambassador. The Bible says we're ambassadors for Christ. You know, an ambassador is subject to the laws of his own land. An ambassador is subject, ambassador works under the currency of his own land. So for me, as a Christian, the law of my land says that I walk in perfect health. The law of my land says lack is a curse and I've been redeemed from the curse of the law. It is a legal fact on a spiritual level, that I I am free from sin. I'm not a Christian who's trying to do the right thing to make it to heaven. I have the life of God on the inside of me that's propelling me to do the, the, the right thing. There's a force on the inside of me. I said this when I was preaching recently. I said, you know, the heart that God gave you, he said I would take out a stony heart and put in a heart of flesh. That heart that God gave you is actually, actually wants to serve God. That heart of yours wants to spend time in prayer today. That heart of yours wants to feed on the word. It's actually what it's crying out for. You've just let your mind and your emotions rule you. If you're a Christian and, you're, and you don't, and you wake up and you don't want to read the Bible, it means you've you've allowed your senses to have their say. And there's times where we we know we wake up and whatever you haven't slept enough and you just feel crazy and and you don't always feel like doing the right thing. But once you, that's where just being a, a discipled person. But there should be a natural hunger of God that as you get in the Word that it, that you get excited. Man, I'm a ch- I'm a child of God. I love serving God. I love serving Jesus. I'm glad I get to be a Christian. If they call me crazy, it's fine. I don't care. There's a force. There's the life of God. The Spirit of God comes to live on the inside of me and takes it from a, hey, I'm a Christian. I have to do these things to like, this is a, a, a principle at work within me. This is the life of God on the inside of me that's propelling me forward. First of all, it's made me immune. So anything that went along with sin, depression, discouragement, sickness, anxiety, fear, anything, I am legally free from that. Now there is the reality that you have to learn to enforce it. Nothing just, the devil's not going to leave just because you accepted Jesus. He's going to be like, well, they probably don't know that I can't put sickness on them legally. And so I'm going to try And so people live in sickness. People, Christians, good people, love the Lord, live in sickness because they haven't stood their ground and be like, yo, Jesus paid for my sins, but he paid for my sickness too. Psalm 103.3 says, uh, talks about he, he, it was talking about all the benefits of the Lord. And it says, who forgives all our iniquities, who heals all our diseases. It puts it in the same sentence, sin and sickness in the same sentence. God has set us free. So it says here, In verse 4, it says, In order that the righteous requirement might be fulfilled in us, the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You know, at some point you have to ask yourself the question, what's the difference between someone who's walking in the power of God and me? who's not walking in the power of God. What's the difference between John G. Lake or Smith Wigglesworth? Yes, God anoints people, 
But the Bible says that God is no respecter of persons. Yes, we're not all called to do the same thing, but we are all, the Bible said, these signs shall follow those who believe. So as a believer, not as a Smith Wigglesworth, not as a John G. Lakes, as a normal believer, as normal Christian, you should be seeing that you should be working the works of God. You should be seeing miracles. You don't have to be in the ministry called to the prophet of an to the office of an evangelist or a prophet or a pastor or a teacher um, or apostle to see miracles and signs and wonders. It is something that is for the child of God. I'll say this as long as I live: No Christian should ever be sick. No sickness should ever be able to stay in your home, and that's for every believer. Because if God looks at John G. Lake. And then he looks at us. He's not picking and choosing John G. Lake. He's not, let me use a current example. He's not picking Pastor Rodney Howard Brown and saying, I'm going to give him signs and wonders, but no one else. This is for believers. Yes, they have a mission. Pastor Rodney has a mission to, to these 300 cities. He has a mission. God sent him to Good News New York. He has a, a, a mission that he's called to, to step into. But this isn't something that's for just that this is a Romans eight is not addressed to the pastors and teachers, to those in the ministry. It's addressed to us. So the difference is they have, it comes down to the mind and, and really it comes down to hunger because he talks here. He says the law, the mind that is set on the flesh is death. There are many Christians who it says here that it, um, it can't be subject to, it does not submit to God's law. You know, the truth is in your life, hallelujah, there's a law at place. There's a law at work. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus at work. That that there's a, 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 a defining principle. There's a dominating principle in your life. There's a dominating power on the inside of you that's liberated you already from poverty, from lack, that's liberated you already from sickness, from discouragement, that's put you in the realms of kings and priests with God. Royalty said, I'm going to make you a nation. Where the king's word is, there is power. He said, your beginning will be small, but your greater end will greatly increase. That is set apart for you. But the mind of the flesh doesn't submit to those things. The mind of the flesh, it's easy just to stay small. I believe, though, God is raising up a people, raising up a people who say, I'm going to do what it takes. I'm going to dedicate myself to the word of God, to be a person who doesn't just sit and, and, and live at the standard of modern Christianity, who decides I'm going to be a person who dives into the word, who listens to preaching, who comes before God and says, God, in your word is the dominion that I need. In your word is the is the is the power that I need. I'm not going to put myself in a category of people. Oh, I'm just a, you know, a normal business person. I'm a stay at home Christian person. I'm not a preacher. Or a fi- like be the person who dives into the word, man. How many people, man, how crazy would it be if we started hearing stories? Oh, the dead are raised, the blind see who's doing it. Oh, this kid, he's in school. He's 15. Man, he's not traveling and preaching. No, he's 15. I don't even think he's called to the ministry. He wants to go into government. And and seeing these things happen, God is looking for a people who stand up and say, I'm going to stand up. Funny I use that word. Stand up and submit. Stand up for what the Bible says, but submit to God and say, God, there's that you've already paid for something that I can be free from the law of sin free from the law of death. I can walk above this spiritual law that's at work in the in non-believers, and I'm going to choose to live in that place and glorify God. 
This isn't set apart just for the John G. Lakes of this world, for the Pastor Rodneys of this world, the ministers. This is for believers and anyone who will access it. If you want to stay small, stay small. But I'm, I'm believing where's people listening who, if you're listening to a podcast every day for 15 minutes to fill your spirit with the word, you're saying, I'm not staying small. Some of you may need to listen to this again just to get it on the inside of you because there is life coming forth from these words. The Spirit of God is jumping up on the inside of you. Revelation comes where you take time and you say, you know, I'm not going to be a person who spends more time on Instagram than I do studying and meditating on the Word. I'm a child of God. I want to walk in victory in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening. Please share the broadcast. We love you. We'll see you next time. If you're with me, say this with me. Say, I'm never staying small. Join us in Ocala. We're wrapping up, so it's Friday night and Thursday night. And then in a couple weeks, you can see on our Instagram, we're going to be in Malabar, Florida at Brevard Worship Center. It's the 18th through the 21st of August. So come and join us. We love you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon.